Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. Hailing frequencies open, you've tapped in to Trek FM's Hyper Channel. I'm Chris, publisher of Trek FM, and this is where we talk about what's happening in the world of Star Trek news. In this episode for March 29th, 2016, we check in on Rod Roddenberry's thoughts on the new series. And we do this thanks to our friend Matt Miller in Australia. Matt has guested on the Ready Room a number of times over the years, and he even took on the Twitter handle at MirrorMatt86. After some joking around we had on the show, I believe he was on with Matthew Rushing, and so we were joking about them both being Matt. Anyway, Matt Miller has his own site called trekzone.org, and as a TV guy, he loves doing video, and he brings some great interviews to the fan community. He often meets Star Trek actors and other creators when they're in Australia for conventions, and he gets them on camera there. And he also has a nice setup for doing video remotely as well, which he did for the one we're going to talk about today. Most recently, he got Rod Roddenberry on for an interview that ran almost 12 minutes, so quite a lengthy interview for video to talk about the 2017 series, for which Rod has been named an executive producer. The interview was very interesting, and you can see that Rod is very excited about carrying on his father's vision of the future through the new series and adapting it to modern views. He mentions in the interview how they need to look at what's changed in the past 50 years and how the world will be different yet again 50 years from now. He mentions that you could name some things that he might feel are very wrong today, but would be perfectly normal to people 50 years from now. And he says he really loves that mental exercise, and I think that's great. I think that's the kind of a vision that we need behind a Star Trek series, you know, someone who is able to look at it from those different angles. It's what we try to do here on the network, in fact, is to look at Star Trek and the topics from multiple angles and not just from one side only. So I loved hearing that from Ride. Related to this, he was talking about Brian Fuller, Alex Kurtzman, and Heather Caden, who are, of course, three other executive producers of the series. And he said they understand the importance of Star Trek, They understand it's the 50th anniversary. They're not out to rewrite history. They're not out to change anything. They understand they need to do their best to keep people happy, but also probably make it a little different. And this is what he said about the vision behind it. I'm still not sure what to read into that or whether we should even try to read anything into what's being said by different people about the series. When he says they're not out to rewrite history... I take that as meaning that we're most likely to get something set in the prime timeline that connects with everything that has come before in some way. Or maybe that's just what I want to hear, and so naturally I'm going that way. Since the Abramsverse has existed now for seven years, there are two films, there are numerous comic books, there's a third film on the way, there have also been some novels, some young adult novels, you could certainly argue that that statement applies equally to either timeline, and that's perfectly valid. That may be the case. But given that just before this, he said, they understand it's the 50th anniversary, that pushed me to the Prime Universe side, but we'll see. 
Rod didn't drop any hints as to what the series will be about. He didn't really have any knowledge, he says, of the setting. What he did say is that I know very little about the direction. I've had two meetings with Brian Fuller, and he is still developing the concept, and he's brought the writers together, and they're still developing the concept. What I'm excited about is the team that's been put together by CBS. They've brought, of course, Alex Kurtzman, Brian Fuller, and Heather Caden together, and I've had the opportunity to meet them. It's interesting what he says there about bringing the writers together, because we really don't yet know for sure who the entire writing team is. Although Mike Schindler, who hosts commentary Trek Stars and who previously hosted Standard Orbit here on Trek FM, he's a film guy himself uh, working in theaters. He uh, he saw some kind of cryptic tweets going around about a week or two ago where there were some initials in the tweets and he did some legwork and he thinks he knows which writers they were referring to and I don't remember off the top of my head what their names were. I'm sorry about that. I'm actually just bringing this up because reading the quote again triggered it in my mind. But it seems like maybe they have assembled a bit of a writing team behind the scenes more than what we know publicly. And so maybe they do have a group together right now really working on stuff. Be interesting to know if that's the case. And again, I need to jump into more Star Trek news myself. I've been so busy with my new job lately that it's possible that a few stories have slipped by me on that front. So if you know, chime in in the Bible Conference and share with me and the other listeners any information you have about the writing stuff. But anyway, going back to this, the fact that Fuller is still developing the concept is a slight bit concerning to me, given that it's almost April And you can't really start in earnest on art design, casting, set construction, and everything else involved until you know what you're creating. But then again, this could mean that the concept isn't locked yet, but it could be very far along to the point where much of that work could begin. And as I was just talking about with a writing team, if they have assembled an actual writing team more than we know, they may be very far along in this development. And so maybe the timeline is perfectly fine. The only person who can tell us for sure is Brian Fuller himself, and I don't think he's ready to reveal those details quite yet. But all in all, it was nice to hear directly from Rod on the topic of the new series, and especially nice that Matt was able to do it as video. I highly recommend that you go to Matt's site and watch the video. Don't rely on text excerpts that you might find published on various sites. I've seen a number of them. And the inflection in Rod's voice when he answers certain questions is important. Some of the statements read one way in text and another way when you actually watch him saying it. And especially when it's just in text and it's positioned in a way to kind of try to lead you in a certain direction, which I've seen in a couple of articles where I feel like the writers really want it to come across in a way that's a little bit different from how I think Rod intended it based on actually watching him say it. Just don't rely on all those things. Go watch the video for yourself. You can check it out on Matt's website at trekzone.org. That's T-R-E-K-Z-O-N-E dot org. You'll see the video right there on the front page. And you can also go to the Trek Zone YouTube channel and you'll find it there as well. All right, well, that's all I have for today. Very interesting that Rod is chiming in on this. Go watch the video and let me know what you think about his comments. 
The best place to do that is in the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type Babel, B-A-B-E-L, into the search field and it will come right on up. It is a closed group, so if you're not a member yet, you need to click join and then we'll let you right on in. If you're not on Facebook, you can of course hit me up on Twitter. The username for the network is TrekFM. My personal username is C Brian Jones, letter C and Brian with a Y. You can also send me a message through the contact form on our website at trek.fm slash contact or a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash trekfm. That's the word speak and the word pipe together dot com slash trekfm. And while you're out there going to all of these places, be sure to hit our website and hit the podcast feeds and check out our 50th anniversary rewatch show. We're covering two installments of Star Trek every single day this year. We're going to go through the entire franchise over the course of 366 days. We also have more than 20 other wonderful shows for you covering every corner of the Star Trek universe. You can sample them all through the Trek FM Master Feed, which you can find pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. You're also going to find every show with an individual feed as well. Check it out in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Windows Phone, BlackBerry, third-party apps. Just search for Trek.fm and all of our shows will come up and the master feed will come up as well. Or go to our website, Trek.fm, and you can stream from the show pages there. You can also download the MP3 files or grab the RSS links. And lastly, if you enjoy the shows, we really could use your help in keeping it all going. It's very expensive to run this network and it is going to go away if we don't have enough listener support. So if you can spare even a dollar, every little bit makes a difference. But we have great perks for you at various dollar levels. And you can find out everything you need to know at patreon.com slash trekfm. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trekfm. You'll get all the details there, including the perks, information about our exclusive website, Patron Zone, how you can become an associate producer of your favorite show, how you can get on mic and talk Star Trek with us on a podcast on the Patrons Roundtable, and many more things. Again, that's at patreon.com slash trekafilm. And we really thank everyone who is supporting us there right now. We really, really do appreciate your help so very, very much. Well, thanks for tuning in today, everyone. I hope your week is off to a great start. And I'll be back next time with another story for you. Until then, go watch some Trek. Trek.